Hi everyone, welcome to A Legacy of Leadership, a podcast celebrating the 70th anniversary of the UAB School of Nursing. My name is Erica Teco and I'm a marketing specialist for the School of Nursing. And hello, my name is Tamaya Nolan. I am a three-time alumnus of the UAB School of Nursing, and I'm currently an assistant professor at The Ohio State University with a joint appointment in our Comprehensive Cancer Center, the James, as a nurse scientist. To start off, I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey into nursing. What were your first steps like, and how did you get to your current role? Well, actually, I had not thought about being a nurse, uh, specifically a nurse practitioner, since the seventh grade. And I was watching Doogie Hauser, and I was convinced that all smart people become doctors. You know, so, so thinking about becoming a physician. And so I actually happened upon uh, coming into nursing. Um, somehow, I just shifted from that nurse practitioner teacher that I'd wanted to be in the seventh grade and just um, said, doctor was it. And so I came to UAB as a pre-med biology major, and it was definitely challenging. And so, you know, talking to my advisor, she said, well, why don't you think about nursing? You want to be in the healthcare field. And I said, okay, well, I'll apply. Well, I applied and I got in and I went to my very first class with Dr. Mardell Davis and she said, well, if you don't love nursing, like I, I love nursing, you need to get up and walk out. Well, I wanted to walk out because I had not fallen in love with nursing yet. But at my first clinical on a med surge floor, it was very clear to me that nursing was where I was supposed to be. Um, I really just fell in love with being on that floor and I enjoyed interacting with patients and I enjoyed just being able to see how over the course of my time with them that I was able to really positively impact not only their health but also their well-being. And so I guess it was just a light bulb that I finally changed and now the light is shining. <laughs> I love to hear that. And looking back on that first class when you, I guess, technically had the option to walk out, was there anything that really kept you there? Was it just curiosity or something where you knew if you persisted that you could be successful? Well, I'm all about giving things a try and giving things a chance. And so I knew that the classroom was a totally different setting than the clinical setting. And so I said, well, all right, We'll stick in here. And, and of course, you don't want to be embarrassed walking out when the teacher says something like that to you. And so I stayed. And I'm so happy that I did because, you know, years down the line, that was in 2006. And here we are, you know, in 2020. And just being in the field, it's been so rewarding for me. Over the course of your career, how did it develop to where you became a nurse scientist? You started that research and um, now have joined faculty. Right. So I always knew that education was important. And so I went to, uh, to UAB, as I mentioned, you know, knowing that I was going to be in the healthcare workforce. Um, but, you know, in entering the workforce as a nurse, I found myself in leadership roles, roles that required me not only to teach my patients, but also to really teach other nurses and even residents. And so, I mean, this wasn't new to me because I, as a child, even growing up, I had always played the role of, you know, teacher in the class or wanted to reach back and help others to learn more. So I knew that I wanted to continue my education and going forth with my master's, I did take advantage of the um, teaching certificate program. And through that, uh, I was able to actually teach in, uh, as a graduate teaching assistant in the adult health course 
that I eventually co-taught in as a full-time instructor at the College of Nursing there at UAB. Um, now research, you know, that was a totally different bird for me. <laughs> uh, I kind of happened into research as well. Um, that was a harder sell, but um, with doctors Karen Manessis and Jackie Moss, they really talked to me about what kind of an impact that I wanted to make. And, you know, the PhD option was one that I could create new knowledge and create new footsteps that we could take as nurses and even as just healthcare providers in general to kind of move the needle as we think about what is it to become a health equitable society. And so once I found, you know, those individuals and working with Dr. Karen Manessis, I found that the community could be a lab and it just didn't have to be dealing with mice or parts of people. I could still deal with whole people. You know, it was good from there. <laughs> I really like the way you phrased that, that the community could be a lab, that it's so much more than what a lot of people might, the box that people might put research into. Um, but I'd like to go back to some of the leadership roles that you said you held. So during your, as you were getting your um, bachelor's and master's and moving forward in your education, were there any leadership roles that really stood out to you or any organizations you were involved in that you think made an impact on your journey? Uh, absolutely. So one of the leadership roles that I was involved in early in my nursing um, career was actually as um, the night shift lead. Um, so basically, about a year and a half after having completed my degree and working on the floor, I was one of the most um, experienced and prepared nurses uh, that was working on night shift. And so that came with responsibilities of having to, you know, kind of manage the other nurses who were on the shift with me, but also to um, call in numbers and make sure that the patient's acuities was matching uh, across uh, those, those nurses that we had on the floor. And even even kind of, although I had my own five patients, help other nurses with their patients as well. So it was a lot of responsibility as, as it came to that. But as I, you know, continued my journey, I got really involved in the Central Alabama Nurse Practitioners Association. And um, I got involved as a student. And then um, after I completed my master's, I actually uh, kind of moved into a moral leadership with the membership committee uh, there and really working to educate our nurse practitioners in Alabama about um, new drugs that were on the on the on the market, but also to give them, you know, just general education and help them get CEUs to meet their qualifications for for uh, recertifying and things of that nature. So um, kind of those those roles kind of propelled me into thinking about myself not only as the nurse educator, the nurse practitioner, but how can I also think about myself in a larger role in impacting the, the profession of nursing? And then transitioning over toward the research side of things, um, how did you, uh, Dr. Karen Manessis influence your path? And then also how did it set you to move forward in the research that you did both here at UAB and continue to work on? Absolutely. So Dr. Manessis was my entree into research. I, I like to call her my research mom. So um, she was, as I mentioned, the person who kind of told me that the PhD was the path that I should take. Um, but in doing that, 
you know, she was the person who coaxed me to quit my full-time job working at the university and to go back, regress, and become a student again. Uh, so you can imagine how how this little Filipino woman <laughs> just had so much power in in the words that she in the words that she spoke to me uh, that made me want to you know continue and to grow myself uh, as a nurse and into a nurse scientist. And so she showed me really what impact. Uh, that research could have in the community around me because all of the work that she was doing was really, you know, community-based. Um, and as a mentor, by no means was she easy. My goodness, she was not easy. <laughs> Her expectations was, they were high. Um, she tore apart manuscripts and she believed, I mean, it was just a religion that you know, you would redo and redo and redo until you had a great product at the end. Um, but in that, you know, she really gave me room to figure out things on my own, to ask my own questions and to learn from the missteps that I did make. And, you know, she guided me to choose conferences to go to. Um, she mentored me through my dissertation, of course, and she even helped me to um, select a postdoc. And, you know, just a few months before she died, we met at the Oncology Nursing Society Congress. And even then she was pouring into me, you know, telling me how proud she was of, of the work that I was doing and the things that I was accomplishing. But she also had tips about next steps. You know, she was just a, a forward thinker. And, you know, I just hope that I can continue to make her proud and make my own steps forward and continue to, you know, try to make an impact because I am, you know, continuing in the vein that she was in, in cancer survivorship and uh, specifically with young African-American breast cancer survivors and taking those self-management strategies that I learned and moving that into, you know, other populations. Were you... First off, were you surprised to hear about the fact that there is a PhD in nursing? Was that something you were aware of before um, you became a UAB School of Nursing student? And then moving forward, why do you think that nurse scientists are important? And what impact do you hope that your research has? Yes, so I, I being being immersed at UAB, I was definitely aware that there was a PhD program and I was aware that there was a DNP program. And so for me, it was deciding, you know, what side of the coin that I wanted to be on. Did I want to be the person who was implementing the knowledge that was there or did I want to be the person who was creating the knowledge? And ultimately my choice was the person who was creating the knowledge. And so the PhD was the choice that, you know, I chose, the path that I chose. And so, I mean, Let's just be honest, when we think about who are nurses, nurses are people that you trust. We're the number one trusted profession. And I think that, you know, we have to capitalize on that fact and really be the spark behind the work that propels science and propels, you know, healthcare towards uh, an equitable outcome for all. And so aside from being trusted, nurses have a unique vantage point that I think in collaboration with other disciplines like medicine and engineering and, and others, we can help really revolutionize thinking and get us to the bedside in the community much faster than the conventional 17 years that, you know, it takes for an intervention to get into practice. So I think we have the ability, 
the innate ability really to help move things forward faster. Um, and myself personally, I'm a health disparities focused nurse scientist, really there developing interventions that promote self-management to both um, looking at prevention and um, control of chronic diseases like breast cancer and now even moving into cardiovascular disease. And I'm really invested in reducing health disparities. And so as a nurse, I began with my end in mind. I knew that, you know, I really wanted to bring strategies directly to those who need them and then to teach those who can assist to assist. And so I'm building resources and building bridges at the same time to help people get to those resources. And really, that's the impact that I want to make. And I think that's the impact that nurse scientists have the ability to, to, you know, to really bring to fruition. Were there any experiences that you had while at UAB that really stand out in your mind as um, helping solidify your career choice or um, helping you reach that next level. Absolutely. So as I mentioned, you know, I'm a three-time blazer, you know, true blazer at heart. Um, and who I am as a nurse is the, a direct effect of having gone to um, the UAB School of Nursing for all of my degrees. And so it really molded me. And from the very start, from being in clinical settings at a level one trauma center, a comprehensive cancer center, and we had robust um, women's health uh, resources that were there. I mean, it was a dream. It was a tough dream, definitely tough to, to get through, but it was worthwhile. And even, you know, earning my PhD, I was immersed in community-based research. That's exactly what I'm doing, you know, right now. And because of the robust resources that were there, um, I met people like Claudia Hardy and Monica Baskin and Ed Partridge, who were at the Comprehensive Cancer Center doing research that were out in rural Alabama and just had wonderful, wonderful time seeing how they recruit people, seeing how they uh, put, put people through um, a, a randomized control trial. Um, I had mentors like Dr. Natalia Ivankova, who taught me about mixed methods research. Mentors like Susie, uh, Susan Davies, who told me about intervention development and actually helped me to see how Dr. Manessa's kind of point by point developed her intervention and was actually carrying it out. And I had opportunities with people like Tiffany Carson, who gave me my first opportunity to publish. And so just rich resources um, that were there and rich resources that have groomed me into the nurse scientist that I am today. And I'm just happy that I got those experiences because really now it's translating into, you know, being able to publish papers, being able to write grants and successfully uh, get those. And then also doing the work, doing the work, being in the community, and actually getting those outcomes. As we're wrapping up here, um, I wanted to see, are there any lessons that you try to or would hope to pass along to the next generation of nurses and nurse science? Absolutely. Um, I think my advice is to follow your passion and don't be afraid to say yes to situations that will ultimately grow you. Um, as I mentioned, I never knew that research would be where I'd end up. I, I really thought I was going to be a clinician who had, you know, an, an education piece uh, to what I was doing, but um, I never expected to be a nurse scientist. 
but because I said yes to Dr. Manessis, you know, I'm taking steps forward to reducing health, health disparities and concurrently teaching the next generation of nurses how to appropriately and culturally sensitively uh, care for patients uh, whom they see. And I would also say, listen to your mentors. And if you don't have mentors, you need to get some. Um, because if you don't have mentors, really you're setting yourself up for stagnation or making the hill harder to climb. It doesn't have to be as hard. So, you know, my, my mentors, they told me about their pitfalls, things that I needed to avoid. They told me which steps to take, you know, when to say yes or no. They helped me, um, really helped me to guide myself towards my own goals and my own passion. And then I'll say lastly, you know, we need nurses. We need nurses at the bedside. We need nurses in the clinics. We need nurses in the community. We need nurses on boards and legislation. I mean, as a nurse, you can be absolutely anything, but you know, you'll find that as a nurse, most definitely what you will always be is a blessing to the world around you. Well, Dr. Nolan, I think that's a great point to wrap it up on, um, but I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today and to help share your story with people who are listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Go Blazers. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Legacy of Leadership, a podcast celebrating 70 years of the UAB School of Nursing. Want more from the UAB School of Nursing? Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UABSON or on Facebook at UAB School of Nursing. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review on iTunes and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.